Ready? Uh, I guess so. I mean, it's been recording this whole time, so, you know, right? Is this thing on? Hello? What's up, friends, and welcome to The Beautiful Mess, where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. I'm your host, Paul Dittis, and today you'll notice something a little different if you're watching this episode. I am joined by my lovely wife. Um, I'm sure she can tell you a lot of things that you haven't heard on this podcast, uh, but we'll be skipping over that, hopefully. Okay. Anyways, moving right along, she wanted to start things. That's not what I wanted to start with. You can go ahead. Go ahead. This is going to be very conversational because I don't actually know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just here um, answering your questions. Very good. Very good. Yes. So um, first of all, who are you and what do you do? What do I do? Well, I am your wife. I am Carly. Um, and right now I am a stay-at-home mom with the kids trying to homeschool. Most days doing really well with that. Some days doing really horribly with that. Depends on the days. And yeah, that's that's what we're doing. We're just trying to do life together the best we can. And some days doing really well. Other days, full mess. It's a beautiful mess. And mess. speaking of the beautiful mess, I don't think I give Carly credit enough. Uh, she was the one that came up with the name, The Beautiful Mess. Do you want to dive into a little bit of your thought process behind this podcast and why well, the name? Okay, sure. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but now I will talk. Um, yeah, so that you were just trying to think of a title. Um, we were joking around about all kinds of silly names. I I, I wish we'd written some of them down because we came up with some um unique, unique, very silly ones. Basically, um, the particular day that I was like, you should call it the beautiful mess. Um, I might be off on some of the details, but the kids had just made a really big mess in the dining room, but they were like coloring together. Like it, it wasn't like, let's be wild and trash the house because like they were playing really well together. Um, and it was a beautiful time um, playing together, but it took a long time to clean up. And so I, I joked like you came um, into the kitchen and I was like, you should call it the beautiful mess because, you know, that and like the the other thing that I was saying, like why that's a perfect title is because it's really just an excuse for anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> So if this podcast is terrible, it's OK. Exa- exactly. Exactly. If you do something dumb, like that's what I'm doing. Like here, like I'm doing like this with my hands and I don't know if that looks weird or not. But if, if someone have a mug in your hand, exactly, exactly, you are the best. It's exactly right. <laughs> but if someone were like. That looks weird like you're doing your hands like that. I could just say, it's a beautiful mess. It is a beautiful mess. And if you're watching this, I encourage you to smash that subscribe button down below so you don't miss any messy moments of this podcast. Right. Uh, And if you're listening, we welcome you to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So today we wanted to dive into some of the little things that make a big difference Mm -hmm. in our lives. you know, as a minimalist, we like to reduce clutter and things like that. And Carly, what is there like a recent event that you'd say that you feel like you practice minimalism in that beautiful, messy way? Well, sure. I think the the idea of minimalism is more that it's just a 
practical thing as a tool to make your life easier. Um, the thing that we were just talking about recently is um, toys. We know that, um, I mean, everyone likes the house better when we clean it up, but we don't want to be like children. You cannot have fun. You cannot play. You can have 10 toys, kids. No, no, and that's it. That, yeah, like you don't want to like control their playing. Like just let them play, right? Um, but it's much easier to not only like just get it clean, but to encourage them to clean if it's not overwhelming. Like the particular thing we were talking about in the last few days is um, just if everything is just dumped in a bin, I mean, that that's great for if you just need to clean quickly, like definitely recommend it. Um, but like if for a regular basis, like we found for us, it works better when we restrict how many toys we have out at a time. And like, you know, you box up the rest and put it up in the closet and it works until the kids find it. But um, like it, that is like one little thing that does make a big difference. We just have to wait till the kids kind of fed to take some of the toys out and box them up so they can't see what you're doing. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think a, a good example of this was in our garage. We had a box that we set aside. We, we had gone through the toys before <laughs> and like kind of cleared things up. And so we put a box away with all these random little toys yeah. and we thought it would be safe there. Mm -hmm. They discovered it. And they made a big mess, well, a beautiful mess. Probably shouldn't have put the box by their bike. Per perhaps we yeah. shouldn't have made it <laughs> right. so too, too visible, yes. but <laughs> they found it. And that made a bigger mess oh, in our right. garage and in our house. But we have conquered that mess. Uh, I'm actually, Carly can take yeah. full, uh, I guess, uh, what do you call it? Um, response, not response. Motivational credit. Yes, there motivational credit. I was, I was trying to think of the positive way of Put right. It. Um, but basically, she um, took it upon herself to clean out our garage and make it so that we could park two cars in the garage. And she did. I mean, we're, okay. we've got two cars in the garage right now. But give yourself credit, because do you think I would have been able to do that if you weren't watching the kids? Because I mean, they they could have they could have helped me, and it would have been very sweet of them. But it would have taken a lot longer. Like you you know, you took the kids out to play, and I was like time to clean out the garage and it worked yay <laughs> so i i think the the moral of the story how, how do you think that living out minimalism as a family applies because like i feel like it's much different than a single person uh you know they don't have to worry about toys they don't have to work right. so like how how do you think that someone can practice minimalism either as a family you know kind of that that unique situation well i mean i think for one thing you don't want to become obsessed about it where it's like this is the be all end all i am a minimalist no it's just a tool like and if it's not working fine, so it's not working you know but like it, it's just you know it, taking that general idea of i want to minimize the clutter or whatever it is for the purpose of having a more um peaceful household because it's just not cluttered everywhere or, or um and that that doesn't happen every day because you know we we got kids and, and they take the bins and dump them and um 
Yeah. So, it, I guess like going back but, to what we were talking about, the little things that make a big okay, difference. Little, little things that make a big difference. Our kids. <laughs> you know, applying minimalism to our lives. So one way that we realized that we could apply minimalism and have a big yield, a big return on our investment was to reduce the number of toys that they have available. At a given time. So you could apply this in your life in many different ways. But what we've noticed is that by reducing the number of toys, one, you're not having to clean up as much. You know, it's it's like so, so much time is spent. Mm -hmm. They think about like in your life, where do you spend a lot of time like doing these reoccurring tasks? Because uh, as Jordan Peterson talked about, if it Mm -hmm. takes you like 30 minutes or an hour every single night to get your kid into their bed and like laying down. That's a great area, like especially if you don't enjoy it. If you enjoy it, that's a different mm-hmm. story altogether. But if it's like a chore and you're like the ready, as Dave Ramsey said, if you're tired of being sick and tired, you know, that that means that it's probably a good indication that you're ready for a change in your life. And so that's that's where we saw it. You know, we were sick and tired and of uh, being sick and tired of cleaning up toys mm-hmm. every single night, you know, putting them away. And then the next morning, it was just like, we did nothing like it was just like <laughs> the floors were strewn with toys so basically we're trying to figure out ways that one the kids can still have fun like we, mm-hmm. we don't want to limit that by any means yeah uh but two at the end of the day when we want the house to be you know back to a state of right. normalcy like it doesn't take us an hour or you know even a half an hour if, if it could you know cleaning up if, if possible you know i think you also have to acknowledge like we don't want to be the ones who are cleaning up we want to teach the kids to clean up after themselves but if this mess of toys is overwhelming for us as adults how overwhelming is that for five-year-old you know and like it we've just you know back to those small differences that make a difference we've noticed like it's much easier for the kids to pick up after themselves when uh there's less of it at a given time for one thing but then also just you know if they know they've got our help like we're in there with them and it's like all right everyone all right your task is the dress up your task is the dinosaurs oh do you need me to help you with that okay i'll help you i can't do it for you but i'm gonna help you do it um and and it's just much less intimidating for them um when it's a manageable task in the first place and then also knowing that we got their back to to help them out where they need it. Right. Yeah, and exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that one of the things that you do really well, um, just like running our household is like you love to incorporate this idea of huga. <laughs> it's like H-Y-G-G-E. You know, you, you got the warm sweater, you got the blankets, yep. you got like mm-hmm. this. Could you share for our listeners? Because I feel like I've maybe dived into it a little bit, but I, I'm not like, I feel like as well versed as it uh, on it as you are, like why you think that's important for people to practice huga, what it is and how they can maybe start implementing. Um, well, I first of all, I'm going to say I don't think it's a universal thing. Like everyone has to have their house be huga. Um, for me, like I'm I'm a bit more of a introverted. Like if you give me the option of, hey, Carly, let's let's go out dancing or let's go to the bookstore together and buy some books i'd be like let's buy some books books let's do that that sounds like an awesome date right um yeah and and um just having a general sense of coziness about the house um 
like like the blankets and and you know i'm just more comfortable in in moccasins than in high heels that that's just me like i i suppose i could wear high heels but given the choice i'm going to pick the cozy shoes over the the fancy ones um it, i don't know i i think like having a sense of coziness in your house just makes it a welcoming place for people to exist like yeah. um and, and part of that hoover is not being so concerned that you can't let people just exist like you know like going back to the toys it it is huga to pick up the toys and have the house be nice and clean and pleasant to wake up to in the morning but it's also huga to let the kids have fun with their toys and not worry so much about like uh this is such a big mess like you know okay it's a mess we'll clean it afterwards um or like the same with like letting them play in the mud or whatnot um after it rains it's muddy in the backyard you, you know this um and no i don't want them to come in and drag mud all over the floor but i do want them to not worry about like we can't get our clothes muddy like get your clothes muddy we'll rinse you off with the hose and shower you and throw your clothes in the wash you know and let's if we get mud all over the floor you need to help me clean it up because i don't want mud all over the floor so like I guess like applying huga to your yeah. life, I I feel like it also could be almost a mindset. It's like sure. you're you're taking care of yourself, you're enjoying the moment. I think that's, that's true. kind of like a principle behind huga. It's like you're um just it's just like this hominess, mm -hmm. this this oh, uh nice. welcomeness, like you Support. just feel right at at home. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's not like um it's very pristine. And I think mm -hmm. minimalism and Huga could actually be like these two things that go well together, or, or they could be the opposite if you're looking at it like a like an aesthetic instead of the, like cool. yeah, like as a like yeah. art form. Yeah, like yeah, uh, maybe maybe principally speaking, but I, I feel like they can yeah. go well together. Yeah, I um, think so. I feel like what is it the the lo-fi mm -hmm. um, that that music seems to be like the minimalistic uh, Huga combo. If if you haven't heard lo-fi before, just search it on I YouTube. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like the the marrying of minimalism and huga together. So, okay. if you want a visual auditory representation, uh, I'm just making this up on the spot. But this this combination goes together. But I think it does. <laughs> I think it does go together. No, you. I, uh, I believe you're right. I do. So yeah, I and so like as this is a beautiful mess. Mm -hmm. So we talk about messy moments mm -hmm. and the importance of starting things messy. Are there any examples in your life or things that you can think back that like you've benefited from starting something messy or then hindsight, maybe you didn't have to care so much about like how things like needed, you know, like I think in school, you're mm -hmm. very worried about getting good yeah, grades. You're very worried about like mm -hmm. looking just right for, uh, you know, your peers and things like that. But in, in the end, like, does that really matter? You know, like, so like messy moments. Well, that's actually, um, I'm no expert. I just repeat things that I hear, right? That that work in my life, right? But one thing that I did hear that I, I thought, oh, wow, um, perfectionism, that there's a difference between just trying your best, right? And just wanting to do well. That's a good thing. Not going to deny that at all. But if it has to be perfect, it can't be because your brain shuts down. Like you're literally your flight, fight, flight, 
freeze system kicks into gear and you can't think as clearly as you can if you're at a state of rest because it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and I guess, you know, since you asked about it in my life in particular, um, I definitely was the student in in high school who would would wait till the night before to do my essays. And then I did this in college and it worked because um, because I could. I, I don't know. I, I just but the reason like I would wait till the last minute wasn't because I had no desire to do well or whatnot and just putting it off. It's just that perfectionism um, that comes that um, is often behind procrastination, right? Like I couldn't start it until I could do it perfectly. Um, and it or, or until the last moment where you had to exactly, exactly. And then you just have to like throw it out the window because the papers do, um, at 8 a.m. or something like that, right? Um, but that stopped working when we weren't single and when we started having kids. And then it's like, oh, oh, I we have we have adorable little interruptions, I can't just do this last minute because it, it just doesn't work anymore. Um, and I'm not saying that I have that all figured out, but I, I do think I'm more comfortable with um, letting things be a, a lot more. It, it's just, just a better way to live to try your best and by all means want to do well, but it doesn't have to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Kind of like that good enough yeah, good is enough. actually good enough. It's true. Um, yeah. That, and, uh, we, one of the things that we try to instill in our kids is this idea of best effort, you know, putting in your best effort. I, I, you know, I, it goes back to reading some of these books oh, um, that I, I've read on, <laughs> read too many books. Um, but yeah, speaking of books, if you want to check out my list of top 10 books that I read last year um, in the description, so mm -hmm. check it out. Um, but anyways. I thought that was very impressive, dear. You did a really good job with like making a list of books and then actually like you read all of them. Like you, you actually I've did that. Read all. You did forty books. You did. That was you insane. Did really well with that. I, I don't think this year I'm going to read forty books. I, I just, you know, it was a good experience, but like it was, it was pretty crazy. But you deserve a, a sticker that says you did something. <laughs> so this is probably a future <laughs> product line. Um, yeah, exactly. Trade, we're trademarking <laughs> here right now. You know, <laughs> uh, but we want to create these like this product line that goes off like you did something mm -hmm. like you know so like no matter what it is celebrate the little wins mm -hmm. and you know we're gonna create probably stickers mugs right um it was actually funny when i gave carly this mug you are the best i put a, a sticky sticky yeah. note on front of it and i think i i think i wrote you did something you did you wrote you did something and then <laughs> gave Gave me a coffee mug that says you are the best. So, you know, that's just a yeah. future indicator exactly. of the product line that we're probably going right. to come out with. So mm -hmm. make sure that you stay tuned for that. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to come soon. Maybe mm -hmm. create some t-shirts. Right. Uh, you did something. But I mean, it works for any occasion, the, really. The t-shirts, though, the thing is that it's going to be printed slightly off. That way, it's a beautiful mess that's good enough, but not perfect. <laughs> Yeah, just like having no regrets. No regrets. R regrets. R mm -hmm. Regrets. I'm li currently listening to a book about regrets, and mm -hmm. someone had it purposely tattooed. No ra regrets. Mm -hmm. Like basically, it's like misspelled. Nice. That's hilarious. Um, ha I haven't finished the book yet, so mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I regret anything yet or should regret anything. <laughs> so, 
if you want to know whether you should regret anything, yeah, right. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Anyways, um, ho- hopefully we do not regret this episode. I I don't regret it. I don't. Who <laughs> far? I I might regret it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like I think there's like it's important to enjoy the simple things of mm-hmm. life. Um, whether it's drinking a cup of coffee, I think we can get like overwhelmed when we consider like all these things that need to get done and you know it, it's important like running a business right now like there's a lot of things that need to get done um but the important thing that i'm trying to remind myself is to not lose sight of the little things as you go along like enjoying the moment like reading a book to my kid or um like just just appreciating those moments that like if i lose sight of that now i mean i'm i'm never going to get that time back with my kid at this age in mm-hmm. this moment and so um i don't know if you similar experience with you like just trying to like it emits the beautiful mess trying to enjoy the, those little, little I, I think you're giving you know the gym impairment the dear i recognize and appreciate the little things you do but it's true do that like <laughs> Dear, I recognize and appreciate that you made me a cup of coffee um, before we started this, and and it was thoughtful. And um, yeah. So, so backstory on this. So we recently finished watching The Office. It in, was good. I all, all what is it? Eight seasons. Nine, 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 nine seasons. Nine seasons. Um, and that was something that Carly took from it. I appreciate and acknowledge, uh, you know, when Jim and Pam are having like a hard time in their marriage, like, right. you know, they, they went to counseling or whatever. And one of the things that they took out, I, I appreciate and acknowledge that you gave me a cup, right. you know, like noticing just, you did this little thing. You handed this to me. I acknowledge and appreciate that you did that. <laughs> so yeah. you did something. You did something. You listened to this episode. That's true. You're, you're, uh. 20 minutes in or something like that. Yeah. How long have we been talking? I don't it's know. been about 20, 20 minutes. I think, you know, mm. a couple t- seconds to get started. But mm. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Should we keep them here for longer or do you think they're good? Well, here's the thing. If people don't like us ram- randomly talking to each other, they can just stop listening. So, I, I mean, like, seriously, they, they probably already stopped listening. If you're <laughs> listening, you're probably my mom. <laughs> or mine. Oh, that's true. I, I don't know if your mom My listens mom. regularly. I mean, she might listen to this episode. That's true. Now, now that I got her daughter on it. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think this is good. Maybe we should end it here. What, what do you think? Sure. We can end it yeah, here. Any last thoughts on the little things that make a big difference in our lives? Minimalism. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep is the big thing that makes a big difference. On another note, this is really fascinating. Okay. Wearing sleep trackers and paying attention to the data actually can be harming your sleep mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you see like, oh, I only got six hours of sleep last night. Mm-hmm. And therefore you mentally mm-hmm. become like you're sleep deprived, yeah, you know. Exactly right. um, so maybe don't pay as much attention to your sleep um, results that you get on your watch or smart devices, you know. Um that, that was one interesting thing that I noticed. And uh, I actually tried not wearing my watch for a while. It was interesting because like I would normally pay attention to when I went to bed and when I woke up. And mm-hmm. then now it's just, like when I'm when I don't wear it, it's like. But you can't do that anymore because like seriously, you try to set an alarm clock and the living alarm clocks that we have downstairs, they're going to wake you up before the alarm clock anyway. If you want alarm clocks, mm-hmm. get, get kids. Yeah, have kids. Yeah. But, yeah. 
never need an alarm clock again. You're you're set for life. Right. <laughs> oh man. Good good times. Good there times. You go. So what what should we tell our listeners to do? <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Oh man. Car- Carly is in- has to learn the system. Uh, I don't know. You you do the, you know the technology. I'm I'm just sitting here. Well, we have to thank them. Thank you. Especially thank if you. they've made it this long in the episode. For the little thing of listening to this cozy episode. If you want to hear more episodes like this, make sure you smash the like button so I know that this episode was special to you. Um, and that Carly should make another appearance. Mm, there you go. So, yeah. And until next time, my friends, stay. <laughs> what am I saying? You're supposed to say stay messy. Oh, stay messy. I, yeah. I thought you were good. Like I was going to say stay beautiful or something. No. Stay beautiful. This is a beautiful mess. Okay. There so we go. They, they need to stay messy, trying new things, adventuring. So mm-hmm. until next time, my friends, stay beautiful. Stay messy. See ya. (laughs) Did we turn this off? I think that's it. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.